Hello, my dear friends. I am so happy to be back on the podcast. I feel like it's been in an inordinately long time since I've posted an episode. And I just wanted to come back on here to share with you guys kind of like life updates, what's been going on with my business, and maybe a new direction for the podcast and I guess in some ways my content because I've decided that I wanted to make some really big changes in my life. One of them being with how I represent myself online. I think I have had a lot of inherent gifts that I haven't really brought to the table in terms of psychology or sharing from my own personal experience. I feel in many ways I've relied, overly relied on my logic. And I think that it's funny to say that as an astrologer who is obviously in some ways channeling and pulling messages for the collective, but I think there has been ways in which besides those messages, I have more to offer and I haven't allowed myself to utilize my intuition in all of those areas of my life in a public way. And so I wanted to kind of address that with you guys and my current intention, which I'm open to this adapting over time. My current intention with this podcast is to possibly have more of a personal expression on here. And I think it's because I don't really share a lot about my life and what I'm learning and how to apply that to your life. And I want to kind of carry that forward. And the podcast felt like an exciting place to do that. And I'm very obsessed with business. I don't know if you guys know this, but my chart ruler Mercury is in the 10th house in whole sign houses. My son is in the 10th house. Um, so business, career, life purpose, all these things are what I spend my entire life thinking about. I go to bed thinking about it. I wake up thinking about it. I eat and drink and breathe and live this stuff in so many ways, among other things. But still, this has been an area of my life that I feel like I haven't really shared much about. Like, what is it like to be an astrologer? What is it like to have a spiritual business or to be a spiritual entrepreneur? Because it is really different. You know, when I'm making decisions for my business, I recently made a big purchase in my business to help me get clearer on how to maybe create and promote a group coaching course later on in the year. I'm very excited about it. I feel extremely mission driven. And on the sales call, I whipped out my tarot cards and was shuffling the deck. And I was like, just give me a second. I, I need to decide how to move forward with this. And I feel like, you know, I'm already committed to making this decision, but it was how I wanted to pay. Like, do I want to do this way or that way? And I didn't know it kind of caught me off guard. So that is when I rely on tools that I talk to spirit with. And tarot has really been a huge tool for me, maybe even more so than astrology, actually, where I rely on that to get messages from spirit. And astrology has been something that I feel has more so fit me like a glove. I don't necessarily see myself as a tarot reader, but I rely on that as the number one tool. And I use astrology more so to understand things in the moment. While I think many astrologers like to look ahead and they predict all these things, yes, I do that to an extent, but 
I find that I do better living more in the present moment and addressing things as they arise. So if I'm noticing, hey, I've been really struggling with my friendships, which actually in 2022 has been a challenge for me. And I noticed that throughout this year, off and on, I had a cycle of Saturn opposing my Mars in my 11th house. So I was going through this difficult cycle of having confrontation with friends, which I'm really not used to, um, tend to be pretty easygoing and, and not have trouble with my friends because I care very deeply about them. And this whole Saturn cycle really taught me a lot about my inner power and my way of sticking up for myself and my boundaries and my worthiness. And it has really shaped me into a very different person and how my self-discipline looks, how I commit to myself and believe in myself all looks different. And of course, I still have ups and downs. It's not perfect, but I've really transformed my life in a lot of ways. And I think I'm going to do another episode about that. But that's kind of where I want my content to go and my course to go is how I use astrology to change my life and you know other tools and tactics as well and give other people who are sensitive, who are caring, um, who are maybe empaths these tools as well because they will tend to get you know themselves into trouble in relationships. It's very common. So that's just an idea that I'm having. But in terms of the general direction of my business, I do want to make this podcast a little bit more personal, a little bit more business oriented, kind of sit down and chat with you guys like you're my friends. And I don't think I'm going to commit to a specific publishing you know, calendar. I want this to be really organic and I want it to truly feel like I'm calling somebody up at the time that it feels right. And on my YouTube channel, if you guys are watching over there, I decided to transition from these bi-weekly new and full moon videos to just doing weekly forecasts that include those new and full moons for all signs. So it's definitely more work. It's definitely more commitment. But as I have enhanced my level of personal willpower and connection to my mission, I do feel like I will have more capacity to see this through and create more consistency, schedule, and more of the masculine in my life to act as a container for basically more output. Another thing I want to start doing in my YouTube channel is to have two weekly videos. So one of them being the forecast and the other one being a more psychology or career purpose business related video or relationships as well, but something where I'm tying in astrology with those topics. So for example, I just recorded one where I was talking about how we can use astrology to find our essence. And that is like the part that makes us the most unique, the part that we often overlook actually, because it comes so naturally to us. And then we find out from our friends and our family when we start asking around that, hey, that's something that people really admire in us. And that's actually something that's very special and unique to us. And so I'm really excited to bring topics like that where how we can uncover our superpowers, protect ourselves in relationships and protect those superpowers out in the world. Because as unique individuals, as empaths or highly sensitive people, we will go out into the world and feel like we don't fit in when we compare ourselves to people who are not like us, who don't have these same abilities, who don't have these same sensitivities. And we can judge ourselves and we can really 
underestimate our own worthiness and our own power by trying to kind of fit into a mold of society. And so I'm really excited to address topics like this around our purpose and relationships and psychology and energy and astrology, of course, always astrology, in order to better understand how to manifest the most powerful version of ourselves. And speaking of power, I feel like that's the biggest thing that has started to change for me over this past year. And I actually pulled a card, of course, about what to discuss with you guys in this in this short but sweet podcast today. And the top one of the topics that came through was understanding our own power. And there's some lines that I want to read from this oracle deck, which is the Isis Oracle. And it's the Serpent of Fire card. And one of the things it says is don't assess your current ability based on past standards or past events as they no longer apply to you. You are stronger and more powerful now than you have ever been. You need to learn afresh what you are capable of. So that is kind of what I'm going through. And I would really encourage you guys to look back at this year and ask yourself how you've become more powerful and how you've grown as an individual as well. And what that made me realize is that I really need to start shifting my business model to reflect how powerful my work actually is. I've been trained in so many more modalities besides astrology. I love astrology. It's something that I've been practicing for years and I'm very obsessive with. So I've gone straight into the deep end with it very early on. But I've actually been practicing yoga for 10 years, which is much longer. Um, I'm also practicing yoga nidra. I've also been trained in hypnosis. So basically reprogramming the subconscious mind. Um, I've taken courses on Sam Raiders or Sam Raiders source code, which has been very powerful. I've also been reading books around child development and psychology and astrology and blending all those together with the coping styles that Sam addresses. And I've also taken courses on attachment styles and somatic therapy. And so I have a lot of things and tools to offer that I've transformed my own life with, as well as this incredible um, way to use astrology with parts work, which I don't know if you guys have heard about, about that, but it's using the archetypes of the planets in our chart and bringing them all together. So if we have these 10 squares or oppositions between planets, they are acting as forces that pull, push and pull against ourselves. Like these different parts will push and pull for different things. They need different things. They want different things. And how can we meditate and talk to them and bring them together in a really useful way. And so I've been blending these really incredible tools and using them kind of secretly in a coaching practice and on myself as well. And I'm ready to transition into not just giving people information, but changing their lives, transforming their lives. And so I really feel like I need to, first of all, change how long my sessions are. I don't want to do these short, quick videos for people that I do think are really powerful and really beautiful, but I really want them to have something that they're taking away that they're actually implementing in their life. I don't want people just to learn more about themselves, but how can we use that to make some beautiful shifts, whether that's shifting a belief that has you repeating the same cycle 
whether that is creating an action plan for how to approach your business for the new year and really making sure that you have like a day that you're following through and I can check up with you and and things that actually create change in people's lives instead of just walking them to the water and being like, okay, good luck. These are all your issues. Go ahead and deal with that. Or these are all the things that you're supposed to do. I want to create more of a strategy. I want to actually help with some of the healing. I want to overcome those blockages with people. And not that I'm responsible for that, but as a guide, I want to be the person that can help shine the light and provide tools to then transform what we find behind that light. And I feel like I was just shining the light, giving clarity and validation. And that is not enough for me anymore. And because that's not enough, I am changing the way that I offer my readings. I'm not totally set on this yet, but I am desiring to move towards longer readings that are a minimum of 90 minutes to two hours because that's really how long it takes to do a reading and then do coaching or implementation or mindset work, body work, things like that, aka somatic work. Um, And so I want to do longer sessions, much more transformative and valuable. And I want to also really focus on coaching the same people. So yes, I'll still offer like one-off sessions, but I do want to kind of reduce those and see people for a period of time Because it takes time to transform your life. And I have been totally transformed by working with my therapists and coaches and by coaching myself and taking these courses. And I have so much to offer. And I know that people's lives can totally change as a result of this work as mine mine has in just a matter of weeks and months, actually. Just so much has changed inside of me. And I'm kind of waiting for the outside to change because I feel it coming. I feel that I'm so different and approaching life so differently. And as a result, I'm structuring my business differently and recognizing that this is a this is a power and I want to utilize this in a more profound way. And so I want to charge more. I want to take longer time with people. I want to really make sure that they are getting the results they're looking for instead of it just being a quick place you stop by, fill up your gas and leave. I want it to be something that leaves a really lasting impact. And I know that I can do it because I've already done it for myself. And so I wanted to also come back to this Oracle card and talk a little bit about the other things that it's mentioned here. So it says, it's important to realize that as your inner energy and power is growing now, you will need to get used to new levels of strength. This means that you will need to adjust your sense of your own abilities to meet your new levels of energetic empowerment. You will need to realize you are capable of more than you previously were. And you also might need to temper your behavior to take into account the greater power and effect of your words, thoughts, and actions. So in many ways, I feel myself stepping up into more of an emperor where I'm recognizing that I hold influence and impact by having a channel, by having a podcast, by studying these things and sharing intimate information about people. You know, I'm looking at someone's chart and I can see, oh, you were abused in your childhood and that's powerful information, right? Like that's a powerful tool and it takes great responsibility and also understanding what that person really needs and being connected to spirit to give them the right message in that time so that the power is used in the right way. 
And so I really, really want you guys to sit and again reflect on how you've grown more powerful this year and where you have more responsibility, how that changes your life and how you might actually need to change up the more pragmatic or tangible aspects of your life to reflect the person that you have now become. And this might only be in one area, this might be in many areas, but for me, this was realizing that I've done so much work on myself, I have so much more to offer, now my business needs to change. Now my goals and my mission needs to adjust to be more than just clarity, more than just you know, giving people concepts and ideas about themselves. And so what do you need to change to have this more profound impact and use your power in a healthy, positive, and uplifting way. Another thing it says is it's perilous to underestimate your spiritual power as it can unintentionally create harm by not realizing that your actions and words have an effect on the world around you and the effect of those actions and words come back to you multiplied as karmic return. So this is really helpful because I feel like it's reminding us not so much to be fearful of, you know, karma coming back to us, but more so that we have an impact by just being ourselves. You going to the store, buying a latte, tipping the Starbucks person a few extra dollars, that actually can change somebody's life in a small way or you complimenting the way that somebody looks. And I've heard of this from people who were having a terrible day. And actually this has happened to me. I can't remember when it was exactly. I think it was sometime this year. I was having just an emotional crisis because of friendship issues and losses that were just devastating. And I was very emotionally weak or unstable and just like about to burst into tears at all times. And I went into the store and I think somebody said something nice to me or they just smiled at me. And mind you, when you have, when you're experiencing grief, your heart is so open. Your heart chakra is just wide. It is expressive and it's vulnerable, which is why many men are afraid to grieve and why society makes us have shame around, oh, men don't cry because vulnerability for men is such a stigma, unfortunately. And anyway, so somebody said something nice to me and I just felt this wave of appreciation of I am so tender right now. I am in such a emotional place. I couldn't handle somebody treating me poorly right now. And that one thing that that person did, even though I don't remember who it was or what exactly it was, it left this really lasting impression on me about how much it matters how we treat people and every little action that we do every day. And so I feel like this is just a reminder of, again, how powerful you are, even if it's just how you show up to your relationships every day, the people that live with, with you in your home, if you have people, or even the way that you treat your pets, it all just ripples out into the world and it affects everyone else's mood and it affects the next person, the next person. And so I think it's just a really great reminder to, again, check in with your um, sense of impact on the world. The last message here is that the Oracle of the Serpent of Fire is asking you to trust in the process of the inner fire and what is being burned away. Just as the serpent sheds a skin to reveal itself anew, there are changes happening inside of you and some old identities, beliefs about yourself and others, old habits and patterns of behavior 
that are never going to survive the growth into this new expression of who you are. And this is something I'm seeing already. I don't want to get fully into some things that have come up today, but I'm seeing some possibilities to move into more in-person things, which are really exciting. And I'm realizing, oh, I'm going to have to make some changes to my life. Like I'm going to have to change maybe who I hang out with and how much time I spend doing certain things and what I prioritize and how I manage my time. And the thing that you'll see is as you start to grow into this new identity and step more into your power in this new year, you're definitely going to have to leave some things behind. You can't take it all with you. If you have a full closet, you can't get more clothes and shove it in there. It's full. And so sometimes we feel like when we start to lose things that we are on the wrong path or that something is going wrong. And I just wanted to remind you guys that if you're losing something that especially when you are in a positive place or feeling like you are kind of on your path, when you lose something, ultimately it is an evolution. It is up leveling you. It is giving you something new and better, even if there is that period or that gap where you haven't had that new thing yet. So this is just a reminder that we are all always shedding layers. And if you also want to do kind of a recap of maybe people or situations or jobs that you've shed this past year and what you want to grow into next, I think that will help us all become a lot more intentional in the life that we're trying to create. So that's the message that I have for you guys. I really appreciate you guys so much. If you enjoyed this episode and you would want more people to hear this podcast, please rate and review it on iTunes or wherever you can rate it. And I hope you guys have a beautiful day. Thanks. Bye.